What's good is Oz Man the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another, another damn podcast. podcast. Presented by our damn self. It's the holiday season, so yes. ladies, go pick up that J Sculpt. Get your body right, because J-Scope is the first fitness belt that covers the entire mm-hmm. midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workout. And the creator of it is Jazz. Midday Soul 106.3. Great station, by the way. Yes. yes. <laughs> Lovely Jazz. Lovely, Lovely Jazz. Lovely Jazz, I always say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we yeah. always say, summer bodies are made in winter. So and Pick up a J-Scope. You already know January 1st is around the corner. You know the gym is going to be December 31st empty. <laughs> January first, oh, yeah. off the chain. And around MLK Day, it's gonna be empty starting again. emptying up again. Yeah, by Groundhog Day, like it was in December. Yeah, by Groundhog Day. <laughs> then Memorial Day is gonna be crowded again because people are like, oh, summer's around the corner. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you can't. You can't be fat as hell in, in late May. And think you're gonna be in shape for the summer? No, you don't work like do that. Yeah. People, people do. do that. Yeah, let me hit this gym. I'm gonna crash no, diet. Know. I'll just crash diet, and then I'll be good. You're crash and burn. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> you know how people do it. No can do. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I have to start here before we start anything. Oh, uh, we'll start um in the hometown. <laughs> the hometown. I was gonna let you take this one anyway. Yeah. Woo! Bear down, Chicago Bears. Literally. Bear down, Chicago Bears. From worst to first. Yes. This team has been trashed for at least five years. Yes. And all of a sudden, clinched the, the division. Mm-hmm. First place. And knocked out the Packers. And the Packers in the officially process. eliminated. So, um, no, Deuces. no discount double check for Mr. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers this year. <laughs> oh, you almost had it. Uh, yeah. Oh, you almost had it. <laughs> We grade that cheese today. We grade that cheese. Mm. So, I mean, well, I'm talking stuff because it's like... Oh, the timeline's been off the eight chain years. on social media. It took us eight years. Aaron Rodgers has beat us eight years in a row. Mm. Eight years. We just couldn't beat him. But we finally got him. And then Khalil Mack got a... He sacked him with his back. Did you see that earlier? Uh-huh. Khalil yeah. Mack. With the back sack. The Mack attack. Yeah. Back sack. Nice. <laughs> So, well, shout out to my guy LJ. He had the um, liner essentially because um he was a Packers fan, but now he's on um his um boycotting the whole cap thing, so he's not oh, really following yeah. as much mm-hmm. the NFL. But he did congratulations to the football team that happens to be in my hometown. <laughs> Good job, LJ. But when he Mike, did watch. I remember him being a big time Packers and fan. And then Mike but Love the was last like, two uh, seasons, yeah. he hasn't been watching. Mike Love is like, yeah, I'm on the fan wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Mike can switch back and forth. He's from Milwaukee, but he's been living in Chicago for 25 years. Because he's so, a Packers yeah. fan, yeah, but so he's like, yeah, I'm on Mike, the bandwagon. Mike you know? is one of the few people that can actually be on both sides, mm-hmm. and you can't really say anything. This dude been living in Chicago like a quarter of a century, mm-hmm. but he's originally from Milwaukee. So, yeah, <laughs> there it is. So, Mike can jump back and forth when a team. So, like, right now, I'm pretty sure he's fearing the deer because the Bulls are so terrible. Yeah, we're terrible. Yeah, but, yeah, well, when Rose was winning, like, he probably was a Bulls fan. Yeah, Mike can jump back yeah, and forth. Yeah, jersey, like. <laughs> During the Scott Skiles, Brandon Jennings bucks when they were terrible during that time. Yeah. Brandon when they weren't that good. Yeah, <laughs> Monte Ellis, that Monte area, Ellis? They, they weren't good for That was, a while, like, a million yeah. years ago, it feels yes. like. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. We went to one of those games we did. when the Bucks were like weren't that good. Yeah, yeah, we did go. But Drew Good, no Nancy, I don't remember. He was. <laughs> they got booed because it was like they was like, uh, "You're Milwaukee Bulls, you're Milwaukee Bulls, you're Milwaukee Bucks." Boo the Chicago Bulls! Yay! Wild as hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations to the Bears and MC yes. North champs. I'm happy for them. Step one is um. Oh yeah. Step one. One. One huge step. I can't say one yeah. small step. That's one huge step yeah, right step there. Step one. Step two, let's make a Super Bowl. Step three, let's win the Super Bowl. And then step four, let's do the Super Bowl shuffle. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl shuffle. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm going for. Timeline has been off the chain with Bears talk, though. Yes. Um, Since we're talking sports, want to stay on it for a minute? Or sure. Time? Let's talk about these... Sorry ass bulls who've become a laughing stock <laughs> now. We talked last week about the fifty six point blowout to Boston. 
don't know if you've been following the national news media like TNT ate them up like Charles and Kenny and KG I sat in I couldn't track even click to watch the video because I saw that they were like burying the bulls oh, I didn't even watch it I didn't yeah. even watch the video I was like <laughs> I, I, my heart my heart can't take it yeah. <laughs> but the it's been getting national attention um the whole about um on both sides is like with the whole Jim Boylan like his um intense practices because on one side you're saying that you're not Popovich like like. Yeah, you. This is not the uh, old NBA where you can like shout pl- players into like being good. Yeah. But on the flip side, it's like you just lost by sixty points. Like, y'all should want to practice. Like yeah. you shouldn't be boycotting no practice if you're Levine and like yeah these yeah. guys like that should like make you. You should be motivated to want to get your ass in the gym. Like mm-hmm. I remember Kobe back in the day, like. When he get his ass kicked, he'd be out there after the game on yeah, that court. and he was shoot shooting 100 free around. throws. Yeah, Kobe <laughs> wouldn't leave, yeah. Yeah. Like, Westbrook is that type of player mm-hmm. now. You have guys like that. Like, the if grace, they get bitch slapped, yeah. like, they're going to be out there. LeBron, yeah, they're going to yeah. be out there working their ass. So, like, after the 56-point blow, the Bulls should have been, like, we staying out here on this court till midnight. Yeah. Like, uh, at the United Center, we're just going to mm-hmm. shoot around now. Like, yeah, we're going to stay out here. <laughs> we're putting in work. It should have come from them. It shouldn't have to come from the coach. Exactly. It should have been the players. Like, like, like I shouldn't will you to win. We're going to work our ass off. Right, after, being, after losing <laughs> after by 56. bitch slapping like that, man. <laughs> That was horrible. That was. But the national media has been on both sides debating, like, whether Mm. Boylan is wrong for his tough practice or whether players are wrong for, like, boycotting the practice after getting bitch slapped. Mm -hmm. So, how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, in any professional sport, if you lose by that large of a margin. Worst loss in Bulls history, by the way. It has to be addressed. It has to be. You just can't be like, well, you know, we had an off night. No, that's not an off night. An off night, I lost by 20, even 30, 35. I even go um, up to 35. Almost 60, though. That's 60? bad. That's bad. It's like you like you might as well not even showed up in the first half and still would have been the same result. Because mm. like, if a team, like you know, you think about an average, if a team is going to score around 100 points for like a win for like mm. the whole game, that's about 50 points mm. a half. 50 to 60 points a half if you, like, score around 100 points if you yeah. average that a game. So it's like, you didn't even have to show up the first half. And this team is just a <laughs> shit show right now. It's like the culture is, like, the Bulls have been preaching all these years about um locker like locker room culture and all of that. Mm-hmm. But they, Bulls are one of the most toxic teams in the league now. They said if other teams are making, like, Sacramento was making fun of them, like, after they beat them. Like, they were, like, talking shit in the hallway. Like, um, you know, like, according to people that were, like, around. Mm-hmm. They like, said, oh, I guess it's another two-and-a-half-hour practice for them today. <laughs> they were, like, when, they, when the Kings are talking shit about you, you know it's, like, fucked like, up. Like, who's even on the Kings? Like, <laughs> um, who, um, oh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> De'Aaron anybody. Fox. I'm trying to name three players. Like, I no, I always like to name three. De'Aaron Fox. Um, what's his name? What's the center? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Buddy Hield is one of them. Okay, we got De'Aaron Fox. We got Buddy Hield. We have... All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I know that center. He got three names. I can't name them. Right? Yeah. Willie Cauley Stein. Yeah. I got three. Yes. <laughs> I did it. I was like, face. I know he got three names. <laughs> Willie Cauley Stein. <laughs> You probably don't know the last one. You remember was Boogie. He'd been gone for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But enough of them bombs. I just had to address that because I've been watching a lot, a lot of YouTube about the last two days about the toxic environment of the Bulls. The bombs. And like, guard packs really do got to go. Yeah. It's, fire guards, fire yeah, packs. It's coming from them. And they're like, didn't You didn't have I, five coaches like since Pax. But didn't here. he like, but they're like, I didn't know this. It was like, Pax choked up. You remember that when he whipped Vinny Del Negro's ass? I don't, I don't I remember that. that. <laughs> and then he didn't deny it. Like, he admitted that I yeah. beat the shit out of him. So how come he wasn't arrested? Like, how do you not? So the players got to act professional, but not management? Though? Right. That's my thing. Like, I like... wish, like, my manager would. Because, like, for years, like, my manager certain, would choke certain me players work, the Bulls please. wouldn't go after because they saw they don't fit our image. It's like, but your, your fucking GM is whipping a coach's ass. Yeah, they say he choked him out. What's, how's that professional? Yeah, like, Sprewell, look what happened to him. He yeah, choked out coach. And he got banned for, like, a year. Yeah. He's out of the league for a year. But Pax can do it just because he did Pax for three, like, 35 years ago no, or whatever. That was his, his second coach because it had been five coaches. Yeah, because Scott Skiles. Eventually, you can't blame the coach on exactly. you sucking. He's like, because it was Skiles, Del Negro, Thibodeau. 
Hoiberg, and now Boylan. And now Boylan. It's like five head coaches sitting in the mm-hmm. Pac's era. Not a lot of success. At some either. point, you have to look in the mirror and look at mm-hmm. yourself. And Thibodeau was their best coach they had. But Thibodeau got him to the conference finals. Yeah. <laughs> On his first year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Behind an MVP rose. It's like, that was... You remember the whole Luau Ding controversy mm-hmm. when um, they almost killed him? I was just watched the video on that where they gave him that bad spinal tap and like, yeah. Remember he showed up to the arena after that. Cause I was looking when he, he right. looked like death. He yeah. did. They were like Luau Ding. Well, here's him arriving at the arena, but he won't be playing today because he looked dead walking he in the did. building. I remember it was walking a playoff dead. game. Yeah, he was exactly. a walking dead. It was that epic um, series where the Bulls and the Nets played with Nate Robinson with right. Nets, yeah, mm-hmm. because like Ding was out. Rolls had sat out. the whole season out. Mm-hmm. Even Crapton Kirk didn't even play that game. Remember, like they had a lot of. Oh yeah, that was out. a triple overtime. Yeah, so Nate Robinson yeah, took Nate over. Yeah, Nate Robinson went crazy. I remember that. Yeah, and then your boy had some good minutes. Nazi. Shout out to homie. He got some good minutes. Yeah, but it was that game when he saw Ding showing up like a death walk yeah, at the he arena, did. and he missed the rest of the playoffs after that. He never played again because of that bad punch miles. And he really did almost die. Mm-hmm. And he his condition. He had lost like. 15, 20 pounds. Like, his health really started mm-hmm. failing. And he talked about that after I thought I was going to die. Like, right. That's... And, like, the doctors didn't even tell him, like, nah, just go home. Like, just he actually home. showed up after that. Day. Right. No, you don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. That's why people being, like, athletes. Like, yeah, athletes make what they... They, they make their money. They... Yeah. <laughs> the stuff that they have to go through. Like, yeah, like, obviously, like, some of the stuff may be inflated. It is. But... Some but supply and supply demand. And of course, demand. it is people that are guys that are overpaid. But it's yeah. supply and demand. And think about the owners and the franchise. If you could pay Zach Levine eighty says, million dollars, yeah, you could pay him that much. Then how much are the owners making? Yeah, you can afford to pay your guys. And they all the paraphernalia that, like you know, that is made off of sports, mm. billions of dollars. It's a multi-billion-dollar industry with so. their with the people's names and likeness, likeness and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um. You're only as good as your last game. Like, as soon as you start declining, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, got to go. Especially no with loyalty. football, because their contracts are non-guaranteed. Yeah. So, no especially loyalty. football players. Especially, we saw this happen with Blake Griffin. Like, yeah, Clippers dumped him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's, he's started declining. Mm-hmm. After they signed him to that big contract. He's like, he wanted yeah. to spend his and whole career And now look at him there. in Detroit. Look yeah. at how he's doing there. Yeah. Mm. So, hey. I'm just saying, it's <laughs> no loyalty. Rose got dumped by Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> hometown boy, hometown hero got dumped. Rosen just got dumped by um Toronto because they wanted mm-hmm. to go after Kawhi. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi might not even stay there. Who exactly. knows? They winning now, but like Kawhi might still want to go to his hometown. Mm-hmm. You no, know, he's rumored to want to play for the Lakers. And the Clippers are actually good now, so yeah. he might decide to sign with them. He might mm-hmm. decide to go with one of the LA teams. Well, that'd be interesting. That. LeBron versus Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. matchup. That would be a first round match. If they were both four and five. Yeah. That would be a good first round. Yeah, because right now it would be like the Clippers and the Lakers for this season. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. So we're not going to make this an NBA yeah. show. We just wanted to get it out of the way since we <laughs> talked on Bears. I said, well, let's talk. Well, let's, let's go from the Bears' like triumph to the Bulls' tragedy. To the Bulls' failure. <laughs> <laughs> triumph failure. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about them both. <laughs> um, ready to shift gears. Um, yes. I want to talk about, did you see what happened with Offset and Cardi B? Oh, you definitely saw. See the look. Yeah, we need the video podcast. He's um in his full Robin Thicke mode now. <laughs> and I put that He's you said the word I put that on shout out Jade. I put that on her page. I was like, just I was like, please don't do an album and dedicate to her a la Robin Party. Thicke. Don't do, it. don't do it. Mm. Baby, bruh, I want you back. Mm. What, what the who calls a woman bruh? Mm. This is your wife and the mother of your child. Bruh, I'm sorry, bruh. Bruh? Bruh, what? It started when um he offset released an Instagram video like basically like you know the holidays are coming up and he wants to spend the holidays with his family, with his, his wife, wife and his baby. Yeah. So he like um begged for her back on that. Then he took it next level. You see the video of Cardi. That's concert. why I'm making the face. I didn't yes. know about the video on Instagram. I'm the making the face about the concert. Starts, that's the first one. That's why did. I'm making he the face about like, the concert. Like making a plea, and then um he showed up with um the flowers like you know, like Cardi take Cardi, me Cardi back. take me back. He comes on stage, gets on mic. You see the look on Cardi's face. He comes on stage dressed like a bullfighter. That's what everybody said. Ole, like, why are you dressed like a bullfighter? Mm. He comes out there, and then he's like, yeah, you know, bruh. He calls her bruh. You know, I'm really sorry. I'm apologizing for the world, bruh. That's a man in love right there. Like when dudes start making fools of themselves. No, that's a fool. That's a damn fool. That's not a man in love. That's a damn fool right there. 
You should not have did what you did to get your ass dumped. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, why are you showing up at her job? I'm working. Like, I have a thing about if I'm working and I'm trying to be professional and you show up at my job doing that, that's... Slow, nutty. That's too much. I mean, we saw that happen with Flipper and um, Jungle Fever. He showed up at his wife's job. Same thing. His wife cussed his ass out. I wish Kari, I wish they had the audio because you could tell Kari was cussing his ass out. She probably like, nigga, what the fuck is you doing, nigga? And she cussed his what ass. What is you doing? I got a show. <laughs> they said she probably was cursing. Get out of here. They said she probably was cussing about Spanish. <laughs> they said she probably was cussing about Spanish. <laughs> Maricon. <laughs> she was going off on him. But it's like, you just can't show up at somebody's job and be like, you're messing with my livelihood now. This is how I work. And it just wasn't a good look. And what happened to her? Like, her PR team needs to be fired. <laughs> like, I think the Offset bribed him. That's what I like, think. How do you let him come on stage and do he this? Bribe him. If you give somebody like $10,000 or whatever, you like, I look away. People look away. Like, yeah, especially if you like, um, well, I, ain't know. I thought that you guys talked before. Yeah. I thought you guys talked about this. <laughs> Let's be honest, a lot of these people like working like security at these venues aren't making a lot. No. Yeah. So if you make it like twelve dollars an hour, yeah, fourteen. Let's say you're not making but like um like fifteen grand a year. If he gives you a year salary right now, fifteen grand just to look away, you gonna look away. <laughs> and then it's holiday season, like yeah, yeah I want to get my kid the uh, the PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the Nintendo Switch, I want to get my kid that. Did that. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> Like what do you, whatever you argue, whatever you want, just let, let me eat back there. Yeah. And money talks, yeah. And they say, okay. Yeah. And her face, because <laughs> like you can tell people like, oh, yeah, people are saying that they did that she was there not, but like it didn't look like she was. Cause her I face, don't think this is a joke. Yeah, if, her I, face when it first started, like I thought, but now like I don't yeah, think Yeah, I don't so, think yeah. it is. All of this is too elaborate to be like mm-hmm. fake to me. It's like, <laughs> and her face, like when he was here, and then her face is just looking like mm. But that's the thing about women, it's like Men never think that you're going to leave. And with men and, and, and women, we operate And it may take a while for us yes. to leave as a woman because I'm thinking of a friend of mine in particular who just, uh, she's going through it now. Um, going and, through a painful divorce. Yeah, and like, her husband didn't think she was going to leave. Mm-hmm. Even though he kept on telling her that, oh, yeah, I know you're going to leave me. I know you're going to leave me. And then when she finally left, now he's like he's spiraling. Sure. He's, he's spiraling now. So it's like... You know, guys you know, never think you're going to leave. You know, leave. I've never been married. I've been in a situation where I did get out of a long, I got out of a long engagement, and um, mm-hmm. I had thoughts of you know begging her back before like that mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. you go through those the, the stages. It's like with women because they tend to cry it out. They like yeah. talk to their girlfriends. They mm-hmm. like get it with guys. We just on to the next. So like, mm-hmm. and eventually realize like, hey. I had a good woman, yeah. but the grass ain't always you green. Didn't, you didn't really like go through that grieving process, so mm-hmm. that's why you act nutty as a good when it hits you. Mm-hmm. Women go through that grieving process; so they get it all out of their system. Mm-hmm. We hold it in, and we let it out. We we look nutty. When we start letting as guys, and that's how you look. He's like a stalker coming up to her damn job. He's yeah. like a stalker. When it first happened, like we didn't hear a lot from him. My officer was probably like living his best life. Yeah. Probably had a, he got bitches. Yeah, he and probably all that, had like threesomes, foursomes, whatever. Yeah, big booty strippers and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Instagram hosts, you know, he probably had all that. Because guys be like, yeah, I'm out, like, yeah, me and my girl broke up, I'm out getting these hoes. Mm-hmm. And then you realize hoes ain't all it's cracked like up to be. They portrayed that in um, Think Like a Man with Kevin Hart. Yeah, he's like, want the, the, the sweaty crack, whatever that awful club. Yeah. <laughs> then he yeah. realized that he wanted his wife back. Yeah, he's like, I want to come home, Gil. <laughs> it hit him like, yeah. The stripper shit is whack. It just hit him. Yeah, like, he's like, I want whack. my wife back. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go through that. You know, when it first ended, he's like out there, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm out here doing me, mm-hmm. popping my collar. <laughs> That's how guys do. Yeah. But then women, I or was said, it the, the ass factory? The sweaty crack was the other club. I'm trying to think. So, like, what's the name of the club? It doesn't matter. <laughs> but women will be like, I can't believe that he did this to me and this and that. You know, like, we talk our emotions out. And then, like... Because we don't do that as guys. Like, we ain't going to sit with our boys and talk about it. Like, I'm sure he didn't it. go to Quavo and take off <laughs> and talk <laughs> about his his problems with Cardi. That didn't happen. <laughs> and if he did, they going to clown, man. You need to go get somebody, get on these holes, man. Yeah. yeah. Get off that bullshit. Like, even mm-hmm. if he did do it, which he didn't. Guys, they're going to talk you out of it. But women, but then... Chicks are sitting had a little round table yeah, with their girlfriends like over, they showed in Jungle Fever. Jungle Fever. She mm-hmm. had her round table with her girls. Yeah. Yep. Flipper didn't have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's on to the next. He's with his wife. Yeah, he didn't have that. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then he showed up at his wife's job. Yes. Yeah, she realized, yeah, it was whack. Yeah, he was like, I need my wife back. <laughs> Same thing, his wife and his baby girl, just like, yeah, with um, mm-hmm. Cardi and Culture. They offset wants his wife and his baby girl back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just don't be a stalker. Just. Well, yeah, the first video was him talking about, yeah, I just want to spend the holidays with my wife and my baby. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. You can like, spend the oh, holiday, yeah. but you ain't going to be spending the night. <laughs> we'll have Christmas Day. <laughs> Ain't gonna, no kiss under the go. <laughs> Ain't gonna be no kiss under the mistletoe. Ain't gonna be no kiss under the mistletoe. Ain't gonna be no kiss at midnight on New Year's. <laughs> but I'm segueing into another relationship which Cardi mentioned because, like, Cardi talked about this on her Instagram afterwards as well too. She talked about you know, like, the internet can be cruel and shit. It can. Afterwards. And she said that, um, yeah, me and yeah, we going through something right now, but like. Like don't bully him all night. Like don't yeah. talk shit to him. I'm still the father of my daughter. Yeah, I saw, a lot I, of I, I saw that. I saw that video. Yeah, I saw yeah, that like, video. She's like, yeah. So she mentioned that, which um, and then she mentioned another guy, um, couple who have their problems as well too. And then she said, um, just like um, I don't know if you heard it, Pete Davidson, he um posted on his Instagram something like a, it looked like a borderline suicide note. Oh my god! It's like what he posted, because um. Oh. You know, he had been getting bullied all along. It's like when you date a high-profile woman like that, like yeah. an A-lister, which Ariana Grande Ariana is. Grande. Yeah, because um, I heard her mention something, but I didn't know that mm-hmm. Pete Davidson was having, um, like, what was going on with the... Because it was, mm-hmm. he was having fun with it on SNL at first, but yeah. I guess it's it's getting to him. <laughs> oh. So um, he posted on his Instagram, he said, um, I really don't want to be on this earth anymore. I'm oh doing my, my best to stay here for you, but I actually don't know how much longer I can last. All I ever wanted to do was help people. Just remember, I told you so. So now his people are reaching out to him. Like, yeah, it's like that's what you gotta talk. Yeah, you all right, man? Yeah, you need yeah. to talk. Yeah, are you like, good? Yeah. So like all that. And that's just as simple as that. Like you do have to check on. Like like I've seen several posts of people say, check on your strong friends. Yeah. Because like people can appear to be, I'm so strong, I'm so strong, but. It yeah. could be so much going on inside your head. That Which is why you, I'm glad we have a support system. Like, we talk every day. Like, yeah. real talks, too. Not bullshit. Yeah. Like, we don't... Like, we have fun on this podcast. But, yeah. like, when these mics are off, we talk about life. Like, talk personal about real shit. shit. Like, yeah. yeah. So, if one of us is going through something, the other one to know and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk about that shit. Yeah. You need that support. You because, need that yeah, support. Like I said, on the surface, it appears like, oh, we just having fun, clowning mm-hmm. around. But it could be a lot of shit going on in your head. A lot of shit going on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like maybe Pete doesn't have that because he did post this on his gram. Oh my gosh. And um, what's the name is good? Ariana Grande. She ran this side to check on him too. It says she showed up. Um, you know SNL was on Saturday night. She says she showed up to the set to like basically talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like, Are you good? It's like yeah, she yeah. showed up. To- and they said he didn't even appear in any sketches. They wrote him out of all the sketches because of this. Like see, like I think he only showed up like one time on the mm-hmm. show. They said because he, I guess he was in the dressing room just talking it out with her the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like even though they're not together, she probably still got love. For him. Yeah, so she said she showed up to us, and now they just uh, yeah, they just didn't want to get married. It seemed like they just weren't. They just weren't. Hey, our relationship didn't work, mm-hmm. but I don't wish you any ill fate. Well, Cardi mentioned that in her video. She said, "Yeah, because you no, know, Pete Davidson just posted like a suicide video. I don't want. I don't want that to happen to Offset." She was yeah. Like, so just leave him alone. Stop. Fucking yeah, one thing that you like, and yeah. the thing that we always like maintain is don't tell people. Like, I hate the whole. Like kill yourself. Like don't don't ever yeah, say don't it to nobody. Joke like don't that. say um, that. Kill it has yourself. been time in the past where I used to joke like that. I don't mm-hmm. do that anymore because mental health is real. And then another mental thing, like, real, like another thing say. that like I always say is fuck my life. Like don't yeah. Like because say either of those. It might be somebody who would love your life. Like as much as you think your life is shitty, yeah, exactly. It's somebody who would love to be in your shitty shoes right mm-hmm. now. It's somebody who would love that. So Let's look at like Pete Davidson. Like sure you lost Ariana Grande, but guess what? You once had her. <laughs> Mm-hmm. How many guys that that's their dream girl? It was like, mm-hmm. you had her. You were engaged to her at one point. Mm-hmm. So you live the dream. And you're doing yeah. well on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, like you you're have successful. A yeah. yeah, yeah. You're making good money, obviously. Yeah, you had a successful career and profession mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. And you were engaged to one of the hottest women on the planet at one point. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that would trade places with you. So like I said, you got to. That's why I don't like those, like we said, either the kill yourself and fuck my, my life, life. And yeah like please mm-hmm. let's avoid doing those i mean but yeah i mm-hmm. definitely want to talk about with pete davidson because he's going through something so i'll i'll, I'll be his support system is coming mm-hmm. around Cause that's the thing what i was gonna say before before i um deviated is like when you're in um 
especially when you're with somebody high profile and you're the lesser profile one too. Mm-hmm. It's like you're gonna get a lot of hate, and I'm sure Pete got a lot of that. Mm-hmm. You know, from like you know shitheads. It's like, mm-hmm. are you poor her? Yeah, especially you, when you, it's you're, you're, you're ugly ass and all that. It's the pain. woman yeah. that's the higher profile yeah. because not being a se- not trying to sound sexist, but you know, in our society, like oh, the man is like, if he's more successful, then mm-hmm. it's like okay. But if the woman is more successful, then especially if you like Pete, it's like I'm not a not gay or anything like that. Yeah, it's like probably like an average looking guy, and you pulled like her or something. Like that. And no, and yeah. I was like, I was like, a lot of people hated on that. I was like, okay, I was like, women like funny men. Yeah, and yeah, whatever it did, <laughs> women it like funny men. Her, yeah. so. Whatever he was doing, it. Yeah. she wrote a damn song about him. So, yeah. He's like, for he always have that. Like she wrote a song called Pete Davidson, like during the happy time. So he always have that. Mm-hmm. She dedicated a whole freaking song. Oh. She never wrote a song called Big Shine. I'm just saying. Ah. She never wrote a song called Mac Miller. She wrote one called Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Though. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you got a song out of it. Yeah. So. so um yeah but yeah with I'm sure every day of his life he heard that yeah like how you how your whack ass get her and all yeah. of that. And then when they broke up, you know, it intense, ha, 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 yeah. yeah. You suck, yeah, you know, a lot of that. So mm-hmm. a lot of that is probably going, it's get, starting to get to him. Mm-hmm. So he posted that message on his gram. So I hope we don't have a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but just seek out, like, Pete, if you need to seek out, seek out help. Like, yeah. go to your support system. Go yeah. to, it. like, go get, to get some therapy, therapy yeah. counseling, mm-hmm. personal support. Like, go to that. Like address it, especially around this time of year, the holiday season. That's mm-hmm. probably part of it too. He probably um, spend the holidays alone and all. He mm-hmm. probably was thinking that he was going to spend Christmas with her, like during the happier mm-hmm. times. Offset's probably going through the same thing now. Yeah. So, like mm-hmm. holidays do make people you start thinking crazy thoughts yeah. during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not funny. It's not. But everything seems like a joke. We forget these are real people. Mm-hmm. It's like it's, it seems like because they in the public eye, it seems like mm-hmm. a TV show. And that's the hard, and that's beings, the so. hardest thing. Like when you are going through your relationship struggles, and you're a famous couple. Yeah. And then everybody has to see your stuff play out, which is mm-hmm. why I get why certain couples, like for years, like Beyonce and Jay Z, didn't even acknowledge the fact they, they were a couple. Yeah. Like it was like four years. Like by the time they finally like was like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're a couple. Like, they just didn't talk about, like, yeah, you guys are very, oh, yeah, well, they just didn't address it. Like, I'm not going to address it. Mm-hmm. Well, he was hanging out with you. And he, I'm not going to address it. I'm not going to talk about that. Well, obviously, like, well, it's something going on. It's something going yeah, on like, there. You got the hottest chickens game wearing my chain. Like, you drop little hints mm-hmm. like that, but not really, like, mm-hmm. say too much. You drop little, like, cryptic messages mm-hmm. in the songs, like, you would do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's um, how they were for years mm-hmm. before they actually said that, yeah, this is us, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I get why couples do that now, because people are just too, people are just too much in your business. Mm-hmm. Speaking of couples in the business, um, you heard about Nicki Minaj. Um, oh, boy. Dating a, a registered sex offender, what? apparently. Huh? Her current boyfriend, which she dated back in the day, I'm gonna get his name in a second, but allegedly, uh, or apparently, I should say that her current guy is a registered sex offender. What? Pull this up, Nikki. No, walk away, Mama. Just no. Yeah, according to TMZ, is saying Nikki Minaj's new boyfriend's name is Kenneth. Ironically, his last name is Petty. <laughs> Kenneth Petty is a registered sex offender, and just got a um, questionable past in general. They said the sex offender thing. He um he um just explained his side of the story. He was really young then. Is like so if um let's say he was eighteen, the girl was sixteen or something, and the parents didn't like him, so like they pressed charge. It was something like that. Is what he was saying. So that's where the registered sex offender charge. Yeah, picture came I saw from. he looked like a sex yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, he's no fucking saint. Like, like even if um, like even if the sex offender tried to throw it, he does. He had a manslaughter conviction. He had from two thousand. Oh my god, so he's just not a good dude. Like from what I get, but Nikki is standing by. Yeah, him, he but. looks like a sex offender. That picture. Yeah, he looks creepy. Kenneth Petty. Like he's gonna be like lie or episode SVU. SVU. But it was a 1994 rape case, and like that's what they're saying that um he's saying they were young and like they got him for statutory rape because the girl was younger than him and all of that. But I don't know. 
I just had to throw that in there since we're talking about all these relationships and all of that. What He's you, a sex offender. <laughs> what you got, kid? <laughs> well, we want to talk about couples. Uh, staying with the petty side of couples, uh, you saw about uh, Pastor Gray. Uh-uh. Pastor John Gray is defending the fact that he bought his wife a $200,000 Lamborghini for her, their anniversary. So... Okay, it's like they've been married eight years, and he is okay. the pastor of the Relentless Church in Greenville, South Carolina. Okay, the controversy must be because he's a pastor, because mm-hmm. um, otherwise, like people can do what they want with their money. But um, if you taken from the church, exactly. So like, where did you where did you get this is. money from to buy a two hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini? Daddy Rich, man, you saw a car wash. Yeah, like being in um. Uh, <laughs> With Bird Reynolds, Reynolds, honey. honey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just my thing. Okay, like, because you look at the parishioners. I'm sure that none of your parishioners have a $200,000. I'm just saying that. I'm just, I'm not. South Carolina, most of them don't even have cars. Let's be honest, man. <laughs> it's one of the poorest states out there. <laughs> they might have, like, a hatchback Geo Metro. Like yeah, a hatchback Geo Metro. They got us something like Cobalt. that. Yeah. <laughs> Some rag, uh, cruise and shit. Cruise? Oh, cruise. oh yeah, Chevy Cruise. 2006 Cruise or some shit like that. <laughs> I paid it off. Mm. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> no, but it's like, that's, mm, it just doesn't look good. Like, you mm. show up and your church folks are looking at you like, mm. huh, okay. Like, I mean, we saw dead presidents, like, with, um, he, Bokeem Woodbine. Bokeem Woodbine's dumbass. He started handing out $100 bills in the church, <laughs> saying, God bless me. Fake <laughs> ass caught. preaching, no members have him, motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> Chris Tucker bitch slapped him. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> if y'all ain't checked it out, check out dead presidents. Great movie. Yeah, it was, it was funny and serious all at the same time. Yeah. There's a lot of furious. Funny, <laughs> furious. <laughs> like boys in the hood, furious. Because he was funny and serious. Funny so. and serious, furious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, if we going to still stick on the whole 90s thing, I know you saw it. Uh, as we always said, tell Jimmy he tell can't hide. Jimmy he can't hide. <laughs> I got that on my list. Five Heartbeats documentary is coming. Did right. you see Robert Townsend on The Breakfast Club? Did you see the interview? I didn't. Yeah, Robert Townsend. That's why I heard about it. he appeared on the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. It was um great, about thirty minute interview. Cause um we all grew up as Townsend fans, so like yeah, mm-hmm. no Charla and Envy and Ye, they all like wanted to talk about his stuff over the years. Nice like this, yeah, I wish. Rain they talked about Hollywood fall. Shuffle and like a lot of people don't know, which I know the story about how Hollywood Shuffle came together. All like mm-hmm. um. It was self-financed, like Robert. Yeah, he, yeah, spent his own money. Yeah, yeah he maxed, <laughs> maxed out his cards. Yeah, cards and like him and Keenan sat down, wrote that movie, and like yeah, got yeah. it, and made it happen. Yeah, sink or swim. Yeah, they mm-hmm. put everything they had into that. Yeah. You jive, rabbit, motherfucker. Whatever you say, you jive, talking motherfucker. Oh, what's name? Um, talking jive, the black school. That's what it's about. Um, it's about um, selling like, out, cooning to like get on to in get Hollywood. on Hollywood. Yeah. Which is a great movie to write, because they were trying to get on in Hollywood, ironically, yeah. and they're right. I'm surprised, like, it, like they had to finance that. Nobody would not give yeah. them the money to get that done. You're basically like shitting on Hollywood, and it was a lot was. of talent because it was Keenan Ivy Wayne's, Damon Wayne's, yeah, um, all the, the John Witherspoon was in it. Um, Bobby McGee, Bobby McGee, it was, it was it was a lot of talent in that movie. Cast, yeah. Wasn't yeah. Helen Martin in that? Helen Martin, yeah. um, Anne Marie Johnson, mm-hmm. great cast in that movie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hollywood Shuffle was hilarious watching it. I think David Allen Greer was in it as well, too, if I'm not mistaken. He was. I think so, yeah. Definitely, yeah. He played a, He was in it as well, too, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But, but it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a musical on Broadway. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. What's it's funny, excited. like, I don't know if you watched um on, well, you didn't see the interview, like, why did um both Charlemagne and DJ Envy think the Five Heartbeats was a real group? <laughs> Who failed them? Who felt them? They both were like, they were I thought it was a real on group. The, what, on the Dells, right? It was right? a bunch of girls, like the Dells, the Dells Temptations. Yeah. It was like, Shy Light's got a little piece of that. Yeah. It was like parts of um. Because at the end, when they show the creds and they show the Dells, yeah. and then they uh, show the rest of the creds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you think that they were? That was hilarious. Who failed you as, like, come on. 
And y'all are some grown. I didn't y'all... know that. I didn't know that was an envy I found out during that interview. Like Charlotte, because Charlotte man admits this here. Like for years, I thought y'all were a real group. And he was like, I just found it out right now. And y'all how, wasn't a real you know, group. How did you find out so 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 this many years old? <laughs> he had just found it right when he said you were forty-some year old man. You thought the five? I, mean, I, I thought y'all were a real group. I didn't know that it was fictional. All these years, he thought the five hard beats weren't actually. So am I going to go to New York and go see it on Broadway? Oh, there you go. Because <laughs> they're doing a bomb live and they're doing a documentary mm-hmm. as well, too, like the making of. So yeah. that should be fun as well. They got to come to uh, Chicago. Because mm-hmm. we have a good theater district in Chicago. Yeah. Probably if it's a success in New York, like, they'll probably take it on the road. Because I definitely be, I'll be there forever and I'll be like, I act out the girl's part where he was like, ah! <laughs> and the girl sitting in the chair with her legs crossed. I'll be the girl with my legs crossed. I'll be that part. <laughs> The whole time, I'm just gonna be yelling and waiting for one line. Tell, tell Jimmy he can't hide. I'm just going. I'm just yell it out loud, <laughs> waiting for that one line. Is <laughs> a house for love, and I learned. Choir boy, I hurt my throat. That one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't got the dope falsetto like choir boy. Nice <laughs> like this, I wish. Raindrops would fall. Let it rain. Let it rain. Before he was a crackhead. Yeah. What Dang. I didn't know about that movie, um, the movie could have been a very different movie. Oh. You know, um, what's the name? Keenan Ivory Wayans was originally supposed to be JT in that. Because, ah. like, you know, Robert and, and Keenan are like brothers anyway. Yeah. yeah. But then Keenan started in Living Color. Oh. So that's how um, Leon got the part. Yeah. Would have been interesting to see, like, Keenan as JT. That would have been interesting. Because they have great chemistry, him and Robert's <laughs> Yeah. They and like, together, um, what you call one of the Wayne's brothers, uh, he was the one at the beginning of the movie, remember, he was like, y'all are going to go on or whatever. Yeah, That's one of their brothers. Of their I forget brothers. which name. He's not one yeah. on front of the camera. He's behind mm-hmm. the camera. And Robert also said that um, mm-hmm. Baby Doll was originally supposed to be like Whitney Houston was supposed to be that part. Oh, wow. So it could have been a very different movie. Mm-hmm. Whitney Houston as Baby Doll, Keenan as JT is like, mm-hmm. it would have been different. A lot of differences like had they switched. I forgot why Whitney um dropped out, but the but Troy Bear did fine as yeah, Baby Doll. Yeah, she did. It'd have been interesting to see um what's the name as Baby Doll at Whitney Houston would have been interesting. Flash and the Ebony Smarks. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spoon was the MC, and then later he was the radio DJ that played the heartbeat yeah. song. The first Bird and the Ebony. Midnight Falcons. What happened to the Midnight Falcons? <laughs> exactly. They had one song. Yeah, they were one hit one. I was just a million boy. Baby, with my choice. Baby, stop running around. Baby, stop running up my heart. He starts crying. That's the, funny, our, that's the funniest part. Maybe we should just audition for the musical. Can we audition? Because we know all the songs. I, I play Bird. <laughs> I play Bird and Big Red all at the same time. <laughs> bird, I can do a song and then I just want to say, Tell <laughs> Jimmy you can't hide. I just want to do that one line well, for he real. Cries, like, though. <laughs> and then Marcus was like, uh, do these niggas take off their clothes? <laughs> I want to ask me. Are you ready for me? Are you ready for me? Are you ready? Because that part is laugh. Marcus like, do these niggas just get naked on stage? <laughs> they took off all their clothes. <laughs> Flash cock blocked the girl that JT was looking at her. Then he went to his old steady. Yeah, he went to like, old hey, You come on, then. Come on, old I know steady. I can hit you. Yeah, I'm not hitting her, but I can hit you. <laughs> come on, old faithful. <laughs> Flash snatched her, so I'll take you then. <laughs> Every night I got to fight to prove my love. <laughs> uh, let's play shy, brother. See, that'd have been funny with Keenan in that scene now. <laughs> Thotty girl. She waving and winking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you guys haven't seen the Fire Heart Beat spoiler alert, thirty uh, years, 30 years, thirty years, yeah, later. ninety-one is almost. <laughs> oh but Robert God. also talked about with um, Meteor Man is like he talked about how mm-hmm. at the time he saw that um, he saw the um, the money that could have been made from making a black superhero movie, and mm-hmm. like thirty years later, proved right with Black Panther. Wakanda forever. He just did it thir- in like um, 
Hollywood fucked the movie up too. Yeah, they made um, it cheesy. Because you kind of wanted to make it more like serious. They wanted they made it more kiddie. It's like Campy. yeah, they once the um, producers got involved with it. But the best thing that came out of Meteor Man was "Can't You See Just How oh, Sean, I Feel." That, that was my song. <laughs> it's for you. That was my song. That was the best thing about Meteor Man because that movie was oh, awful. Bird was a villain in that. I remember that Bird played one of the main villains. <laughs> I don't remember anything about Meteor Man. Said it was awful. <laughs> Um, what else? Um, but yeah, those three are probably his three move the three big movies he did. It was Hollywood Shuffle, Heartbeats, and then Media mm-hmm. Man. Did he? He probably did other movies after that. I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. But he was basically talking about you know we all grew up on talented and stuff. So yeah. we're talking about his day. I like to show that he had uh, the bold, the black, the, the yeah, beautiful. that was on the yeah. HBO specials. HBO yeah. yeah, that's what got me into the bold. So black, I saw the HBO beautiful. specials first, and then I went back and watched Hollywood Shuffle. Grandmothers those, Who Shoplift. Yeah. <laughs> the two HBO things. I was like, this shit is hilarious. Because like, then, like, that's the first time I saw Damon Wayans, um, Paul Mooney I saw for the first time on those. Mm-hmm. It's like, I saw, I discovered a lot of um, black Hollywood uh, through black, those uh, robbers. Black and excellence. But yeah. yeah. Um, Franklin Ajay was on those. Like, yeah. I saw T.C. Yeah, it's T.C. from Car Wash. Wash yeah. But I'd never heard him do stand-up, so I saw him on those uh, HBO specials. So, I wonder uh, if I can find funny, that. Yeah. I need to find that. Um, I'm going to look like on, on HBO. Or? Maybe on Hulu. Maybe on HBO. Like, yeah. on there on demand. Amazon but Prime or something. I would love to find those. Yeah, I'd like to find uh, Robert them. Townsend, the 80 specials he did. Because, like I said, that, that's when I'm... Like, Damon is still top five to me. Like, and that's mm-hmm. the first time I saw him doing stand-up. Because I knew him as the, the gay dude from Beverly Hills Cop. That's all I know. <laughs> the banana man. I was like, the banana. I was like, oh, he's hilarious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he got material. It's not just the banana man. <laughs> he did stand-up on there. Was it also... Uh, Grandmothers Under 30, was that on Robert Townsend thing, or that's someone else? That might have been someone else. I know he did Grandmothers I know he did Grandmothers Who Did Shopping. Sometimes our grandkids want toys. Our social security checks are late, and our grandkids want toys. Because he was doing a parody of the talk show, like um, like Donahue, Donahue, Morton Downey, like all of those talk Boy shows from that before, era. Uh, he before the you not you're the not father, father or that was a lie. Yeah, <laughs> sermon, that was a lie. <laughs> Yeah, he was parodying like those talk shows of that era. Sally Jesse Raphael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oprah. Yeah, he was parodying Oprah. the shows of that era. It was some good talk shows in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like eighties, nineties. Um I thought of who else was like other legends on those HBO specials on uh, Tommy Davidson I saw for oh, the wow. first time on there. It was before Living Color. Rob mm-hmm. Robin Harris, I saw him. Cause he did the Baby's Kids on that for the first time yes! before I even saw him do his own special. I saw we him on the, the Robert Townsend the first time. We don't die, we multiply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the first time I saw Robin Harris. Everybody like, know a Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody know a Baby. Who kids are them? Oh, and then Baby. Who the, the fuck is Baby? She gone downtown. Why don't you take her kids with her? Like the classic man. And Tolo as uh, the voice of the baby was hilarious. I know, they the made the movie, yeah, because Faison Love played Robin Harris' yeah. character in that. He did yeah. a good job, yeah. I thought. I thought they did it right because and, um, um, to do a, um, to do an animated since Robin yeah. had passed away, unfortunately. And but they probably were planning on doing a baby live action movie, were, but then when Robin wasn't passed. here, they said we could still do it. We just make it animated. animated. And I think um, uh, was the Vanessa Bell? Vanessa played, Bell was, um, uh, the, was a love was the, interest, the girl yeah. that. Was Bebe's cousin, Bebe? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had the three kids, Bebe, which were Bebe's kids, <laughs> and they were off the chain. Yeah, yeah. good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like telling look, them ain't double knit pants, are they? Hit the voice, yeah, it's a baby. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Tone Loken poetic justice to us? Yeah, I think he was a baby daddy, the other baby daddy. Yeah, him and Pac both had, had the same baby mama. The, the same chick, the baby's yeah. by the same broad, yeah. Yeah, by the same trifling girl. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> so I think one Tone Loke and I Cole remember Medina. Yeah. <laughs> for you people who don't know who Tone Loke is, mm-hmm. Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Yeah, it's basically what he's known for, those two records. Funky and Cole Medina. Kids. <laughs> That's his legacy. <laughs> those two and baby. Wasn't he on... Um... Wasn't he on Rock, I think? I think he was. He was on an episode of Rock. Rock. I want to say he Y'all was probably like, don't remember Rock. Yeah, it's um, a <laughs> show in the 90s with Charles Dutton and Ella, uh, Ella Joyce. Joyce and his wife, she was Eleanor. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was just said Rocky Carroll was Rocky on that Carol show. Rocky Carroll was his brother guy. who was... Um, a young, a young Alexis, Alexis Fields, Fields played, was Heavy D's daughter who also was on the show. Yeah. yeah. 
And then they killed Bay on the episode of me, Brandon Adams. Oh, yeah, Brandon yeah, Adams was Bay. Yeah. They killed him. Um, Peaky's ass was on there. Yeah. You sissy punk punk sissy. Yeah. yeah he was a drug dealer that heavy D shot. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, you guys want to be gangsters, but you're not gangsters. Yeah. Yeah, because you know he had that whispery voice because he got shot, thick in the lung, and he lost a yeah. lung, and that's why he talked with a whisper. Clifton Powell's a dope ass actor. Yeah. He's he, he needs to do an unsung Hollywood on him. They do. Yeah, he's maybe yeah, next he's season. Yeah. yeah, maybe next season they'll do it for him. Yeah, as far as like black excellence, I think Clifton Powell mm-hmm. is dope. Yeah, like nobody mentions him when they talk about great black. Yeah, actors. I like uh, which McCart <laughs> to uh, John Carlo Esposito. Yeah, another great black. Just like he's like like the Big range brother Almighty bugging out, and then David from Way to Exhale, all different characters, and he mm-hmm. all played each character very. Convincingly. He also very early in his career played in Trading Places. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the when Billy Ray was telling the story to the guys in jail, he was one of the ones that was interested. And then of course the two that were shitting on him were like, yeah, yeah, very white, <laughs> yeah, very white, and the one that just said yeah, yeah. like they yeah. were like. Right, fuck out of here. But he was like, it was three guys that were standing around, and John Carlos was one of them, like, oh, oh wow. wow, yeah. You beat up three, all the 10 Kai cops. Moves. Wow, yeah. Hey, they were like impressed with what he was saying. <laughs> Tim, um, one of the, uh, the other barbers from uh, the Mighty Sharp, and um, him coming to America. What is it, Ignat? Yeah, tell the phone, yeah. the limousine's busted. What is it, Ignat? That was the other uh, the, the barber. That was him, yeah. He played in, in all the trading places. That Boy, good. Which was the same director as John Landis did both of those. That boy is good, good mm-hmm. and terrible. Yeah. John Landis like another slept on because like he did um, coming to America trading play. He did mm-hmm. thriller. Like he he got some talent. Yeah. He I'm had some thriller, he had some hits onto his belt. Speaking of good and terrible, since I opened that door up, can we talk about Jacquees? Oh, woo, woo. I got that Jack- on my list. Can we talk about Jacquees? The Jacker, yeah. <laughs> Who, um, one of his most famous songs is LMA's Trip. Like, yeah, you can't have, yeah, your first thing can be a cover of somebody else's shit, and you call yourself the king of R&B. And then that, in my B.E.D., Granny Sully. I never liked this. Like, he's trying. <laughs> and he had the other one with Dave Loaf, the men are in the club. Na, 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 na. I don't know the song. Jacques. But... First of all, I hate when people say it's Jacques. I hate when people say Jacques, but mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah. But anyways, I'm like, I didn't even know who he was. I'm like, who the hell is Jacques? Marcus was like, He's that's the king the guy. of R&B. Who the hell is Jacques? Who is this boy? But it was a big controversy about a month, month and a half ago. Um, he had um, you know, LMA's her trip record is 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 it's like number two on the charts now. Right. Like it's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost as big as Boot Up, but it's Booted. pretty big. Yeah. The, um. It's not quite boot up level, but it's huge. That yeah. trip record. And Jacquees had done a cover of it, and it was starting to gain traction, like on YouTube and like you know, like on all those people were like they preferring his version until the record label sent a cease and desist to him. So now you're not gonna find the Jacquees version anywhere unless you already downloaded it before they pulled it. It's probably some illegal version name, something else probably yeah. still out there, but you're not gonna put it in Jacquees trip and find it now. Like the blackface cartoon. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, yeah, it's all like the 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 and, and then people saying, start saying, who is the king of R&B from this era? A lot of people are saying Chris Brown. Like, I don't Who is it? Who is the king of R&B from? It's like, when you call yourself that, you're kind of a clown. Because, like, the first yeah. one I did, it was Bobby Brown. And people made fun of him. We said he was the king of R&B. Because yeah. that was during the being yeah, Bobby, Bobby Brown They said ribs and blunts. That's yeah. what Jay Fox yeah. said. Ribs and barbecue. Yeah. Rocks and blunts. He said, yeah. Rocks and blunts. Ribs and barbecue, rocks and blunts. And Jamie Foxx. Rice and on. beans. <laughs> and then um, the next one to do is R. Kelly and Will. Well, <laughs> king of yeah. Robin Craig. Oh, well. sorry. <laughs> now Jacques- Allegedly. Now, R- now Jacquees is doing it. <laughs> First of all, you can't be out like you you like be out more than like a, a month. First of all, before you call yourself yeah one the king, hit before yeah, you call yourself the king of R and B. And the club was minor, and then Trip is LMA's record. Like but that's when he perfect. tried to sing, it, it is like it's flat and sh- I mean, that's a talent. You can sing flat and sharp mm. at the same time. That's a talent, I guess. <laughs> and he was yes. Uh, 
Because, like, uh, the video he put up on Instagram after that, he put up of him singing, um, Stevie Wonder knocks me off my feet, and it was god-awful. Okay, so that one didn't, because the, um, he was like, the trip one actually started hearing some of his trash. Because he was not, uh, he was like, I don't want to you. Like, he was not hitting the note. It was like that. I was like, I was like, where is the note? That's how he sounded. <laughs> Look it up. That's how he sounded. I'll take your word. I was, like, not where, looking at you I was like, where is the note? Because he was like, the no, if the note is here, then he went over, then he went under. I was like, you can't find the note, baby. That's that's one-on-one. You got to know how to sing, boo. Mm. It just wasn't it. And then I saw another video that they that he did, uh, Chris Brown, uh, um, yo. <laughs> I think I say yo. <laughs> But the funniest part of that I video, be where he was trying, first of all, so he does covers. That's his first thing. First of all, Luckily, if you're going, you're going to cover Chris Brown, have a range. Mm-hmm. That's the first part. Second part is don't not be able to like dance if you can't follow an eight count because he was trying to do oh, he like tried to do the he moves. tried to do like an eight count and then when he did his body roll, it was the stiffest body roll I've ever seen. Like yeah, he was like his body roll. Was I was like, what kind of... He was like... He's a clown. <laughs> his body rolled. He didn't have to say shit. That's the thing. He was doing just fine. He had, like, people, like... But I think him. this is all publicity because it's like... People are talking about it. People are talking. You never heard of him until, like, this week. Because I was like, who is that, please? <laughs> I was like, who is this boy? <laughs> and Marcus had to be like, you know, he did the A-Bot, uh, B-D. And he like, this song. I was like, oh, okay. Because I had no idea who he was. But... B-D was a big hit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't... As big as LMA's trip, but it's a big mm-hmm. hit though. Because <laughs> I was like, why are they making? I was like, this song was just out when I was in college. It wasn't out that long ago. Well, then again, that was a long time. Like, wow, I'm thinking about, yeah, I graduated college like almost, like, mm-hmm. yeah, 15, well, yeah, 15 years ago. Wow. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do cover records, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jack Queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm the king of shit. So who would you say is the king of R&B for like current singers? Do you have one? You might not even have one. Cause... I don't even have one. Because somebody like had like a list of people. And then uh, when they were. Because also... it is some names out there. Because they had like um they had like a list of people. Like Khalid is popping. Chris Brown is still part of this gen, I would say. Mm-hmm. Who else? Um, Brown, I gave it to by default. I guess Chris Brown by default, I guess. Yeah. Because like when people had like their list, you know where I put up my answer. Mm-hmm. I put up a gif of uh of Richard Pryor, none of the above. That was my answer. Because like the list that they had, I was I'm like, none of the above. Because <laughs> I didn't think anybody on that list was like worthy of being called the king of R&B. Because mm. I mean, you think about like, when I think about kings of like singing, I think about like Luther, like people like that. That's like what I think of. Like legends, that's who I think of when I put like on that stage. Like Michael Jackson was the king of pop. Aretha, the queen, queen of, of soul. Mary J, the queen of hip hop soul. Yeah. Ashanti was the princess of hip hop soul. It's like it's different levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ashanti had hits. <laughs> yeah. And she's still popping on Instagram right now. She's just saying dance. Mm-hmm. I love oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. With the clap. James Brown, the Godfather, like the you Godfather, said, yeah. yeah. There's um, it's levels to this shit. <laughs> but I don't have one. I said Brown is the one who I gave it Prince to. Prince was like the funk like sound. He had the funk. He like was like a fusion of like funk, pop, rock and roll, rock and roll. Prince. Like he was like a fusion. Yeah, I would say, bunch, yeah, yeah. Because you can't really categorize like what was Prince's music. It was a fusion of all of that. He was just a Prince sound. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Now I'm doing the walk. <laughs> what you think about Vitamin Water offering 100K for um, if you give up your smartphone for a year? I'll take it. They have a contest going, um, and it's like you could win 100,000. So that's wow, the. You could. The, I'm not giving that shit. That's the thing. Fuck, fuck Vitamin Water. <laughs> If you put a hundred k in my hand right now, like I throw this phone out the window. Because <laughs> they're like they'll give you a smart, they'll give you a phone. Sorry, they'll give you a phone from nineteen ninety six, and you have to use that as their cell phone. But you can't use your smartphone. You have to prove it. No smartphone, no tablet. You can use a desktop, but you can't use a smartphone or a tablet for a year. That's easy, man. <laughs> I remember 
before ninety six. So yeah, and you have to do it. You have to be able to prove it. But it's like you have to, you have to do like be original. I think with like your submission, and then like they pick people from that point, and then if you're one of the people that are picked, then you get like the they like, hey, you got picked, and then your year starts at that point. So they're taking submissions now. So it's like you have to make it to the, it's like American Idol, like you have to make it to the finals, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, are you going to be in the final 12 or whatever? It's like that, basically. So you could win. Fuck vitamin water. <laughs> sounds like a scam to me. That's what people say. Like, they like, it sounds like a scam. <laughs> and somebody's like. I believe Chris Humphrey's marriage to Kim Kardashian <laughs> more than I believe this. And that was clearly a sham. I believe that, um. That if I put in my like the, the thing that was going around last year, if you put in a hundred dollars on this uh, thing, then eight hundred is gonna come back to you. Remember that shit? <laughs> that was going around last year. I got so my blessing. Send this to eight other people. Send these. I, I got my eight hundred dollars. Send these. <laughs> How many of you guys went to jail? <laughs> mm. Clearly, it's a scam. Mm. It's a scam. <clears throat> um. You saw the Drake, the Kanye's latest with Drake on Twitter, where he released like 7,000 tweets just about shitting on Drake, basically. I'm trying to pull up some of the funnier ones, but it's like, eventually it just got out of hand. I just stopped paying attention because like Kanye was just going ham. Is that the bipolar? Yeah, that's definitely his bipolar kicking in. But the funny shit you saw, what's the name? I'm pulling a video up right now. You saw when um, TMZ approached him and wanted to talk about it. Watch what happened, what Kanye does when TMZ tries to get at him this time. Ain't going to be no slavery <laughs> shit this time. He ran. He got the fuck out of there. <laughs> hey, Kanye, TMZ. Exactly. Remember last time he talked to TMZ, he said, oh, shit. As soon as he realized it was them, he got the fuck out of there. I'm like, smart man. This time. <laughs> like Usain Bolt. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I started breaking. I think we got a new GIF, like that Kanye shit. Anytime you're taking off, that's going to be the new GIF. Kanye running away. <laughs> I, used to, I always use Forrest Gump when he's running. Yeah. I always use Tom Hanks as Forrest mm-hmm. Gump. Yeah, that, the Forrest Gump is a classic. But that's why I'm going to use that like when I go on, um, when I take my uh, my little mini vacation at the end of the year, because I'm going to be off from See, like, the job be off for a while. Here's me if, if I get a call from the job. <laughs> <laughs> me after Thursday, me after next Thursday uh-huh. <laughs> to the new year. But yeah. That mom said, nope, you're not getting no slavery comments this time. <laughs> he got the hell Fool out of it. Fool me once. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me. Can't get fooled again. Yeah, had to throw the bush in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's... Oh, my gosh. So, we're going to see what happens. Because, like, where this beef originally started was with the whole um, the Pusha T Drake beef. Because, you know, Pusha yeah. is a good music. And um, and except, allegedly Kanye was the one feeding the intel to Pusha about Drake and stuff. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Drake, Drake talked about that on um, The Shop with, with um, mm-hmm. LeBron. He talked a little bit about it. And he said, that's what, how would Pusha know a lot of this shit unless, cause, it's shit I told Kanye. Yeah, you rang him out. Exactly, yeah. So certain shit that how would he even know about it. Yeah. And then he said, and then Kim jumped in. And then yeah. she got flamed. <laughs> of course, yeah. With anything Kim Kardashian does, is going to draw, she just needs to just, draw attention. She just needs yeah. to stay out of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like, just stay out of black culture. I'm, I'm sorry. I said it. I'm sorry. Just stay out. Like, people are arguing that you try to, you're going to get flamed every time. Yeah. You just are. I'm sorry. And remember the, poop, <laughs> the Poopity Scoop record that Kanye did? Yeah, Whoop Poopity Scoop. Scoop. That, Drake, that beat was supposed to be for Drake. And like after the whole thing with Pusha happened, that's why Kanye released. Uh, he basically fucked up the record. He had gave Drake the beat. Drake was probably like had a song written to that. Mm-hmm. And Kanye put out this gag record basically. So now Drake can't use the beat anymore because it's like yeah, it's a joke now. Yeah, poopy scoop, poop poop. That's why he did that. He said he did it just to fuck up Drake's record. Yeah, mm-hmm. he probably was gonna be on Drake's Scorpion album. That mm-hmm. yeah, he's gonna use that beat on it. But then he's like, I can't use that shit now because you made it into a gag record. Mm-hmm. I don't know, <laughs> but that that shit was funny when Kanye got the fuck out of there. <laughs> Clown. <laughs> uh, you got anything and else ready? Before we leave, uh, R.I.P. to the legend ah, Nancy, Nancy Wilson, Wilson, eighty-one years 81 old, years jazz old. legend, yes. legendary jazz singer. Yes, I know her mostly from playing Mrs. Kendall on yeah, the Cosby Martin's Show. And they played the episode the other day. Yeah. And they were singing, the, there I go, there I go, there I go. 
for love, yeah. See, yeah. jazz right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I had a jazz quintet once upon a and time. And I was like, why were the when, husbands horrible when they were trying to sing? guns and Cliff and, and then when the wives the came wives, in yeah, and right. then like Nancy, like she killed, of course, and then like Felicia could sing too. Mm-hmm. So it's like the wives killed it, mm-hmm. but the husband was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there I go, there I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but RIP to the legend, Nancy Wilson. Beautiful lady, 81 mm-hmm. years old. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, not another damn podcast. Another one in the books. Yes. yes. Appreciate each and every one of you supporting us. You can continue to support Not Another Damn Podcast by liking our Facebook fan page. Mm-hmm. Do that. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart. You know how to get at us. And follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram and Twitter. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. Also, for check out OzRadio.net. Giving you all today's hits. Plus, I got your 90s and 2K classics on mm-hmm. OzRadio.net. The bomb. Ooh. And you can check me out, msimah 626 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, str8gullely1 on Twitter and str8gullely7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for the blogs and vlogs. And check out straightgullyproductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.